a home to call your own, an investment property. Two simple ways to provide amazing financial and emotional security for you and your family. It's often one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever have to make. Hello, I'm Christina and welcome to the School of Home Ownership. I love being part of a standard family, but I'm also a multi-property investor, having bought and sold over 50 properties in the last 25 years. During that time, I learned how to make my investments accelerate and how to avoid costly mistakes. Now I know how to reap the benefits of good property decisions. Allow me to take you on a journey that mines the golden nuggets of finance and property insights. Learn the ropes here within the walls of the School of Home Ownership. Hi, my name is Christina Jamison. I'm from the School of Home Ownership. This is where we educate and empower people to make the right property decision and be part of the great Australian dream. Today, I'll be talking to you about my $40,000 investment property disaster and also share some key tips on how I'm able to prevent this from happening again. I'll take you along my story. Back quite a few years ago, we had bought an investment property a simple one bedroom unit. We had great tenants for quite a long time and then they were leaving. We were in the total hands of the real estate agent, totally relying on them to be able to manage our property. The real estate agent got a new tenant and they moved into it and we didn't have issues for a while. Some alarm bells were going when um, I got a phone call from one of the strata manager people and um, they said to me, we can't get in. Um, we've got cockroaches and we need to get in and your tenant won't let us in. And I said, that's fine, give it to the property manager. The property manager, I don't know what happened. Uh, I told them about it, but then I was still getting phone calls. And if you've got investment property, you just don't wanna be getting phone calls from strata managers. You just want the property manager to organize them. So we had that issue. Um, and they were also saying there seemed to be a fair bit of cockroaches around. I said, okay, that's fair enough. I also asked to be part of in the inspections and I've done this for quite a few years in a row. I would pencil in my calendar to, you know, on the anniversary of the previous inspection to actually attend an inspection. And each time I asked for inspection um, to attend it, they said, oops, we've just done one. We're just sending out the paper and um, everything's looking good. So there's no issue. And it's like, okay. It was inconvenient to go and ask the tenant to inspect the property again. Again, we had an issue where um, I wanted to put in smoke alarms, the smoke detectors. So again, I asked the real estate agent, can, um, I want to actually see it, can you please put one in? Uh, and again, they said, oh, you know what? The tenants already put one in, you don't need to do it. And I said, that's fine. Now I've got a occupational health and safety background, engineering background, and um, safety is important to me, I wanted to see it. So I asked, I want to see it and I want to verify that it actually was installed and it was installed properly. I was not getting much, I, this is going to and froing for months to actually see the property. Um, the tenant was busy. 
a few, as we're getting further and further and I was ratcheting up the pressure to actually see the property, uh, the tenant basically stopped paying or the, the payment was very ad hoc and um, they decided to leave. I said, that's fine. Again, the real estate agent went to the property and said they've left it in a bit of a mess. They left their furniture. We'll take the bond and clean it up and get someone in straight away. I said, okay, that's fine, but I want to see the property. I want to check that there is a smoke detector and I want to see the condition of the property. The real estate agent tried to convince me not to attend. I said, no, I will, and I'll pick up the keys. The first real inkling that there was something severely wrong is um, when my husband picked up the keys and he came back into the car and he said, you know what, there's something a bit strange. When I picked up the keys, the secretary, the receptionist at the real estate agent said, good luck with it. And it's like, okay, that's interesting. We actually went to the property, opened it up. We could hardly open the property up. As we opened the door, we had to push a whole heap of rubbish. Now, I'm going to give you photos for the people that are actually seeing the video because no one will believe how much rubbish there was in there. I'm talking about mountains and mountains. It was, uh, oh, it, I just can't it just even be remembering it, how bad it was. There was newspapers. I don't think he ever took a newspaper out and put it in the rubbish. There were pizza boxes. There was bottles of urine. So he didn't even bother going to the bathroom. It was, it was knee deep in rubbish. And we're walking in it and there's little cockroaches coming out. I thought, oh, it was disgusting. The water had been left off, so the shower was faulty. Hadn't turned the water off and it was just spurting out for, I don't know how long it was spurting out for. So it was in such um, appalling decision. To, and you think, okay, I'll remove the rubbish. Now that took thousands and thousands of dollars. I'll remove the rubbish that everything will be okay. But I can promise you the damage that, like basically living in a rubbish tip is actually quite costly. The toilet was disgusting. Um, the walls, you couldn't paint it. We had to, the kitchen, it was just, it, was, it wasn't just rotted. It was, the, it, the rubbish had just permeated into every structure that was in the bathroom. Of course, um, we didn't have kind words to say to this real estate agent who kept telling us how clean and tidy the whole place was during the, this tenant's um, life in that in our unit so um, it was what we had to do um, was we were hoping that our insurance would cover it and that's my first point that how critical insurance is now when a builder came to assess it uh, he basically said usually bad housekeeping is not considered part of the insurance but we were quite fortunate that they did accept it um, and they'd also had some rental arrears that it would pay a certain amount in rental arrears. So they did pay us that. Um, and they paid, they did not pay for the removal of the rubbish, but they paid for the damage to the property. I'm talking the blinds. There wasn't anything that was uh, not damaged. The carpet was putrid. Uh, it, it just cannot explain it. But my point is to you, like, at the end of the day, it is your property. 
Property managers have maybe 600, property, 600 properties to manage. They won't be focusing as much on your property as you would. So that's my first point is still manage the property manager. Of course, get a really good property manager. Now, having said that, don't go for the cheapest percentage, make sure that they deliver. And in some cases like Western suburbs where the rent isn't as high, pay a little extra 10, 11%, which is pretty high in compared to other suburbs, but you're getting something that will actually properly manage. There's even uh, property managers that do solely managing properties. A lot of real estate agents, their property management's just an extra arm and it's just a cash flow for them. Their primary focus is selling and then they've got the, um, the rental management as a side, so it's just passive cash flow for them. I would also recommend that you do attend inspections at least once or twice to get a feel of the tenant. Now for properties that we look after, so we actually, we don't use real estate agents to manage a property unless we're actually very desperate. But the closest ones to us, um, what we actually do, if there's something wrong, we will actually go in and have a look and be able to fix it. Because I found there was a lot of difficulties like getting a new stove, what have you, the real estate agent won't actually go out and shop around and find it and install it for you. They just basically get somebody in do it themselves and they don't usually check. What we usually do is we get a real estate agent to find a tenant, so to do all the checks, and then we actually manage it ourselves. We just found that a lot more cost effective and a lot more practical for us. And of course, landlord's insurance, I believe I mentioned it before, that is so key. You don't realise how important insurance is until something goes wrong. Uh, we would not have been able to uh, fork up an extra $40,000 at that time to repair the property. Another little trick that we learned is that we actually do give our contact details to the neighbours. So in this case, the Strider manager. So we had direct contact. So if there was something wrong, we would actually action it as well. And um, a lot of the neighbours are really good. It's really worth having a good relationship with neighbours.